Welcome to Finish Lines and Milestones with Allie Brettnacher. Incredible stories and tales of triumphs with everyday people achieving their goals in fitness. This podcast brought to you by Athlete Bouquets. Celebrate finish lines and milestones of the people that you love by visiting athletebouquets.com. Hello and welcome to episode 33. This is Allie Brettnacher. And this week which is the week before Thanksgiving as I record this, was a rough week for me. I had my Etsy shop shut down and I had been at just about 3,000 orders, been on the platform for almost three years and it was due to some trademark stuff and things that are pretty silly, frankly, and I'm trying to figure out where to go from here. So just feeling a little defeated, but also hopeful. So I've never put a race logo on anything. I've never used the name of a race on anything, but needless to say, it is no more. So huge thank you to everybody who's reached out with kind words, um, especially Lindsay Hine, who has the I'll Have Another podcast, which is about to celebrate 500 episodes. And she was so kind, reached out, asked how she could support me, and invited me to be on her show, which is really like a dream for me. I've listened to it for years and absolutely love Lindsay. Met her back when she lived here in Indianapolis. And if you listen to last week's episode or if you read my race recap about Monumental, I got a hug from her at the finish line, which was really special. Even though she thinks she butted in, it was very special. Um, so anyway, rough week, but silver linings and... This week on this episode, I finally got to meet another Rachel Michelle running team RMR athlete, Jennifer Nye, who I have known for feels like years. I don't know, but we've known each other on Instagram, missed each other in passing at races and finally got a chance to meet in person for this interview. So with Jennifer, I talk about how she got into running. We talk about a four wheel accident she was in when she was younger We talk about dealing with eating disorders and how she came to be now nearly four years alcohol-free. So we talk about sobriety. We talk about body positivity, especially around our daughters. We have some race stories sprinkled in. We talk about her first marathon. We talk about how she was disappointed in a race, even though it was a 38-minute PR. We talk about how once she started working with her coach, Rachel, that she has PR'd every single distance over the age of 45, which is really incredible. We talk about how she's dealt with injuries and how she's been patient and what she's been doing to get back the right way. We talk about books, which I could have talked about the entire time. Jennifer is my book Sherpa. That's what I'm going to call her. She has great recommendations, both running related and not. So we talk about that. And then we also talk about how she ran a solo ultra marathon in Central Park in quotations. If you're from Carmel, you may get that joke. If not, you'll have to listen to the episode to find out what we're talking about. But I really was so happy to meet Jennifer and I hope you enjoy this conversation. All right. Hello, Jennifer. Hello. This is our first time meeting. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. I can't believe it. I know. I feel like I should have met you by now at a Christmas party or a race, something. Yeah, something. I'm so glad that we're finally meeting. Thank you so much for doing this. You're welcome. Me too. I'm excited. Oh, all right. So to get us started, just to kick us off, I would love to give people a little insight into who you are. So if you just want to give an intro, who you are, where you're from, family, and any background you want to share, and then we'll we'll go from there. Yeah. Awesome. So Jennifer and I, I am born and raised in Indiana grew up in a small town about an hour north of here. The only Swayze in the world. Uh, it actually says that on oh, the I've sign. I've actually passed that sign, going to Lake Wallasey up north. We always pass the only Swayze in the world. <laughs> That's funny. That's... Most people are like, never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so grew up there, but I've been in Indy since 2000. Married and have two kids. My son is 18, just graduated from Carmel this past May. And uh, which still blows my mind. But he is taking classes at Ivy Tech, still living at home. And then my daughter is 11 and in fifth grade. And she's she's our athlete. Our son's the, the gamer. So two totally different experiences. Yeah. But I work for a brokerage firm. I'm in leadership. 
been doing that for several years. And then obviously love all things running. All things running. <laughs> yeah. Did you, you work from home? It, right now we're, we're hybrid, um, okay. but I am in the office three days a week, but we do, I do have the opportunity to be home a couple days a week, which is nice. And my husband, we actually met at work. We were on the same team together for a couple of years, but we didn't start dating until we went <laughs> separate paths. But it was nice because I got to be friends with him for like four years before we started dating, which was really cool. Wow. That is really cool. Yeah. So how I knew did, he was a good guy. How did you end up making the shift? Um, He asked me to, to go to a Colts game and I was like, all right. <laughs> and we've literally been together ever since. So. So you knew that that was like, he was asking you not as a friend? Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and how long have you been married? We have, oh, I should know this. Um, I think we, it'll be, we just had 11 years. Okay. Yeah. It was kind of, got pregnant before we got married, but. Oh yeah. I guess if I would have done the math there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, that was not planned. I had actually made peace and told my mom, cause my mom, you know, wanted more grandkids. I'm like, I think I'm, I think I'm done mom. And. I wasn't, <laughs> which I'm glad. I'm glad I wasn't done. So Yeah. So when did you catch the running bug? When did that happen? So as an adult, it was very similar to you, like in how you started in college. I was actually in my 30s, though, but I was I was lifting weight, but it really came down to, hey, how can I burn more calories mm-hmm. today, uh, which is silly. But I there was a treadmill in the house that I lived in, and so I was just doing it to walk, and then that got boring pretty quick. So I started doing intervals and then I ran my first mile without stopping. And I was like, wow, that was really cool. Um, and I don't remember how long after that, but I signed up for the monumental 5k, which at the time felt like signing up now for like a marathon. I mean, it felt huge. Um, and that was 2010 and I got my sister and my brother to do it with me. And we did that and I absolutely loved it. I, probably had the biggest runners I've ever had. I signed up for the mini that night. Wow. Yeah. And so I just started from there. So then the mini was obviously then your first half marathon. Yes. Did you then just start doing the monumental and the mini every year or how did, cause that's kind of how I ended up doing. It. I just started yeah. with local stuff and then I would just do them every year. And I, yes and no, I, so I did train for the mini um, and I had a couple friends that did it as well. And I was planning on running that with a friend. And so when I signed up, had no idea what I was doing. I was like, I don't even know if I can finish this thing. And I signed up and said I was going to finish in like 2.45. Um, and so I started in like wave T or something. It was okay, way, yeah. way back there at the mini, <laughs> yeah. which I ended up doing 2.12. Um, Whoa. So <laughs> Slightly different. I wish I knew... I wish I had GPS to know how far I actually ran by zigzagging around people. But so I started with my friend and she, I think, pretty quickly realized, like, I was just going to go for it. She was like, just go, like, leave me. And so I went, um, I just had like a stopwatch from Walmart, you know. Wow. Um, It's wild to think about. Yeah. My tank top was just like a Kohl's cotton tank top that you should wear with shorts, not running a half marathon. in. I didn't know what I was doing, but I did it. Um, And so I had signed up for the monumental half um that was like life got a little crazy in there and so I didn't do that but then early the next year in 2012 I was like I want to run a full marathon um and so uh, I was really thinking about it and then like two weeks later (laughs) found out I was pregnant so I was like okay well well. (laughs) (laughs) so 2012 was an off year um but I I I feel like I lucked out because 2012, I was sitting in the hospital with my daughter in my arms and it was sleeting and snowing the day of the Monumental. Oh, yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I wasn't running today. Yeah, that was a bad year. I ran the half that year and it was, I just remembered (laughs) when I was finishing thinking, oh my gosh, people are running a full marathon right now. Yeah. And I, that could have been me. Yeah. (laughs) So that would have been brutal for your, especially for your first. For your first, yeah. Yeah. Um. But then in December, but I, I never let go of the goal. Um, and so in December, when I was able to start moving again after having my daughter, I started running and I did the mini again and got a PR, which was exciting, and then trained for the mill race marathon. Okay. And, you know, just followed like the Hal Higdon 
Yeah, I plan. was going to ask you how you how you were training. Yeah. yeah, I just searched online, found the Hal Hugden plan. I didn't. Everything was. I can't even say it was an easy run because I think I was like others who, before we hired a coach, was just mm-hmm. how fast can I get through yeah. these miles? Yeah, and, exactly. Um, had to stop and walk a lot. Um, but my goal, you know, and I I can talk a little bit later about what happened as a kid, like an accident and running and mm-hmm. things. And so my goal was just like. I just want to finish. I didn't have a time goal. I just thought, like, how cool if I finish this marathon. So I think my time that year was, like, 5.13 or 5-something. Or maybe it was, like, 5.26. But I had – I mean, I loved it. Yeah. I was, like, waving at everybody and saying hi and thank you. I had had a lot of fun. Okay. And now you reminded me that I forgot to talk about the accident you had when you were younger yes. that they told you right that you weren't ever going to run ever again they, correct they said they didn't know they didn't know that was yeah okay so take us back to that what how yeah. old were you when that I, happened i was 14 um summer before i was supposed to start my freshman year of high school um and a friend and i were on a four-wheeler out in the middle of nowhere we were just kind of in this grassy field and came up to the edge of the road the person that was coming down the road thought we were going to cross. So they actually swerved at us and hit us. Just tragic. But we ended up getting hit, you know, pushed or thrown about 100 feet. We both broke our legs. But I, my friend had a cracked pelvis and broke um, her lower left leg. And I broke both sides of my left ankle and then both bones in my lower left leg. But the bone also came through. So I think that's called a Oof. compound fracture. So from here, which I have on jeans, but from here and then all the way around to like here was the hole in my leg. So my leg was, I almost lost it. I had just like a few inches. Wow. And so when I woke up, I had an external fixator, which is like a bar. And I had these four big pins that stuck out of my leg. And we were in the hospital together in a room for a month. That was one of the pictures I sent you. Oh, my gosh. Together? Yeah. And so I I asked my doctor, because at the time I, I ran track. Like, I mean, that was just junior high, right? Yeah. Um, not just, but it was junior high. Um, but I played softball, and so I asked him, like, well, will I ever run again? Because um, I was very athletic, and he was like, I don't know. But – I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I was disappointed back then. It's hard to remember, but right. it wasn't ever really a question of if I was going to. I would have surgery because I ended up having 13 total from my freshman year of high school until I graduated. For that, I had a couple bone grafts, and eventually they put in a rod and um, took out plates, and they put new stuff in. Um, wow. And it was all your legs. Were you wearing helmets on the four-wheeler? No. I was going to say, because you normally don't. Yeah. I mean, people. Yeah. You know. I mean, this was ni- right. early Right. And 90s. not only that. Yeah. It's <laughs> like back when really when maybe now they wear helmets yeah, sometimes. I, my daughter but. would, one, probably not be on the foiler, but two, I would make sure she had the helmet on, right? I mean, it was, I mean, we right. weren't even with our parents. Like it was, or we were with her parents, um, but you know. Yeah. Just kids being yeah. kids. And you did the right. It's not like you did the wrong thing yeah. and like you're like waiting to cross the road. Yeah. It was just a, a bad just a, timing. Um, so do you remember? Did you like do you remember what happened afterwards? And then you. Yeah. Like, then did you like black out for a while and then wake up in the hospital? I feel kind like that'd both. Be... I remember waking up and, you know, someone asking me for like phone numbers and, and that kind of thing. And while then, you were on the side of the road? Yeah. 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 Like while I was laying there, I did not. And then I kind of remember being in the ambulance for a second. And then I remember being at the hospital and I don't remember making any noise until they like lifted up my, my legs and I mean my body to like move me yeah. you know, onto a different gurney at the hospital. And then I screamed. Uh, yeah. But then the next thing I knew, it was a couple of days later when I really woke up after surgery and had the pins and... It was just a lot. Um, yeah. Did you or your friend have it worse? She had a cast. I mean, I would say I had it worse. She had a cast, and I think she still has a rod in her leg, just like okay. I do, but I definitely had. I mean, I ended up having – my leg wouldn't heal. 
um, which is why I ended up having a bone, two bone grafts, one from each hip. They eventually put in this little stimulator. I wore this external stimulator, which is supposed to like trick your brain into like needs to heal, you know, that kind of thing. Hmm. Didn't work. So they ended up putting this little thing inside me. So I still have these like two wires <laughs> in my in my leg from where that finally worked and stimulated the bone to grow. But it took four years to heal. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I still have a rod and a couple screws in my leg. But So that context is helpful. Then now you think, okay. And then you were able to yeah. take up distance running. Yeah. So I played, I didn't run in high school or anything like that. I played softball. That was definitely uh, my passion back then. And then I would occasionally go, when I went to my parents, I'd go run a mile or, you know, something like that. And then, but yeah, then I got into distance, which the person I was in the accident with at one point had said like, yeah, my doctor told me I I can't run, like my, the rod in my leg might break or something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh gosh, like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, But when I talked to my doctor, I brought it up once and he was like, no, it won't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's made of what, like yeah, titanium yeah. or right? like, what do they make it out of? Yeah, it's like, like, it doesn't. You're fine. Um, yeah, that's and so I So I started running and then, I mean, if I do take a long break and start back up, it is a little more painful as like my leg gets adjusted back to it, but it doesn't bother me at all. I don't think about it at all, but I, I think it's led to like some of the stuff I still have going on. Right today we'll yeah yeah because I need <laughs> but yeah I mean when I first signed up for the marathon and I mean it really was to finish because it was like at one point in my life I didn't know if I'd ever be able to run again period mm-hmm. and then now what if I could do this this would be really cool yeah and at what point we talked about this at least via Instagram mm-hmm. when or I guess that's all because we haven't met in person yeah about eating disorders Mm -hmm. and you mentioned okay running as a way to burn more calories which I relate a lot to because that's really how I started distance running was okay I've got to run off all this beer I'm drinking in college right (laughs) so when when did that enter your life was that earlier on in high school or was it a little later in life no that was definitely um late 20s and then early 30s went through a divorce. <laughs> I, I feel like a country song. But so when I <laughs> when I was pregnant with my son, two weeks before I had him, I found out that my husband was cheating on me. And then I, at one point I found emails about my weight. I mean, I was nine months pregnant, right? Um, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Emails about your weight? What do you mean? The, the person that he was, the 21-year-old <laughs> that he was with, was commenting about my weight. Yeah. So, so I, so I'm just like, I'm like just staring at you like dumbfounded right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was a very, very traumatic experience. One that like now it's 18 years later and it's like, is that even my life? But it was. Yeah. Um, Okay. So your son then has, so he has a different dad than your daughter. Okay. Yeah. Man, you're with your first kid, you're pregnant. Yeah, I had just gotten the approval to be off work, and I had two weeks left, and I was like, awesome. Like, this is going to be great. Like, I'm going to get everything ready. And I was just, like, paying bills and just clicked on, like, why is this phone bill so high? And clicked on details, thinking it was going to give me, like, charge information. It was just phone numbers, and, yeah, so that's kind of how I found out. That is so horrible. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me really mad. Yeah. Really mad. Because what do you do? You have two weeks until you're going to have a baby with this yeah. guy. So what – do you just – do you fight through it for a little bit? Yeah. To, yeah. I mean, know. it was all really a blur. Yeah. And I tried to work it out, I mean, for about four months. And then finally I was just like, I can't live this life. I mean, mm-hmm. anytime the phone rang, anytime whatever, I was like, I'm not going to be able to, to do this. So I finally – you know, thankfully had some really great friends and then my family supported me. And, and then that's when I, you know, moved out on my own. And he would occasionally be involved with, with my son, but it wasn't until I think he was seven before he stayed the night at his house or anything um, like that. So, which, yeah, for as a mom, yeah. Yeah. It's like, stay away. Like, I don't <laughs> want you to make any early impressions on this child. Yeah. 
I mean, we we do get along, you know, for Hugh and we yeah we never badmouth each other to our son. Like we were very respectful of that, and like, hey, we're gonna partner together, and mm-hmm. I'm glad that we were able to do that. So yeah, wow, that's so hard. Oh gosh, I didn't realize yeah. that part. Yeah, so. <laughs> But that's uh, somebody, where eating disorders right. came Well, somebody in. else yeah. – I'm just thinking of this. Like somebody else commenting about your weight while you're pre- – your your husband's mistress commenting about your weight. That has to – that's so hard for you. I mean, yeah. and then you're going to be a new mom, and now you're thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm just like this fat, unlovable yeah. woman. Yeah. Because that's how I would – I mean, yeah. that's so awful. It definitely – made my the how I valued myself or saw the value of myself as a person like connected to my weight um and so that's where I was fine for a while I mean I naturally just being a single mom like you're really busy yes (laughs) and my son was think about it yeah crazy like he cried all the time I mean it was a lot of work Mm. so I lost weight anyway but then once I got in a new relationship started gaining weight and I was like oh no uh Mm. and so that's kind of where that was and then as you know, just as a single mom, life gets kind of chaotic and there's a lot of things you feel like you can't control. And so that was just a way, something I could control, Mm -hmm. I guess, in a really unhealthy way. Way. Did you know at the time that you had an eating disorder? Like, were you self-aware of it? And you're just like, this is how, this is what I need to do to. Yeah. And I, I had tried going to therapy and, you know, they're like, you're aware of what you're doing. And, you know, like I, for me, it, it didn't necessarily help. It made me help. It helped with the awareness, mm-hmm. but like the self-management piece, I kind of had to work out mm-hmm. on my own. But and when I was, but by the time I started training for the full marathon um, or even the halves, I would say my eating was disordered, but like I was still eating. It was just very restrictive. So mm-hmm. I wasn't fueling properly and like yeah. I would get done with a long run and not eat and then I'd be like super grumpy and tired and I'm like yeah. what's wrong with me and it's like duh you need food um yeah. so but I I did it so I probably couldn't have ran my marathons any faster if I wanted to back then just because I didn't have the yeah, the right yeah I don't know how I did it honestly um, man yeah well I ask if you were aware of it because of from for me personally looking back now I know very clearly that I had eating disorder, disordered eating, whatever you want to call it. It was like so bad. And mine was in college and mine was just to fit in with other girls, women in college. You know, I went to Miami of Ohio, notoriously like very beautiful women. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like a black sheep of sorts and just felt like I needed to run myself into the ground to like keep up. Yeah. So now looking back, I know very clearly that that was not normal and now I think Miami's like hopefully not anymore but was one of the highest rated in terms of the number of eating disorders in wow. the country wow which I'm like yeah that that tracks yeah which is very sad it is so I try to never not try I I never mention my weight or right. anything about bodies in that way shape or form to my daughter because I yes. just don't want to pass that on and and thankfully now now that I don't drink anymore, like I don't think about food in the same way. If I need to fuel for my run, like I'm going to carb load or if I yeah. need to do whatever, I just, I just do it and I don't think about it. It's mm-hmm. very freeing. And so, um, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know when I stopped thinking about it, but I did like after, maybe just after college. I yeah. don't know. I think the whole being in college, being in that environment yeah. is what drove it for me. Yeah. Because I don't really remember after college having, I don't know. And I had a boyfriend at the time. I don't know. I, I just don't remember it yeah. lingering beyond that. Um, and now, you know, I've joked about I carb loaded for my last half. And it was lot. like eating. <laughs> I like ate four Pop-Tarts for breakfast. And yeah. I just like, this is crazy that yeah, th- this is what you're supposed to do. I'm eating four <laughs> bagels in a day, right. drinking two Gatorades. Like, it's like, what is this? What? Okay. <laughs> and, and but you're like, I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Right. Uh, but it works. Yeah, it does. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, at what point in your journey did you stop drinking? Yep. So that so I just hit 1,400 days. Um, Congratulations! Thank I you. did see that. That's Thank amazing. You. 
So I'm two months away from four years, which, again, you know, like I mentioned with my son, like it's just so crazy to me um, because I, you know, I'm 46 now. And so when you start having drinks with friends in high school and then you don't quit until you're in your 40s, like that's a really long time that alcohol has been involved in like weekends and Mm -hmm. parties and anything, right? Like I've been to little kids birthday parties with a keg um, I've had a little kids birthday party with a keg yeah so, so yeah. It's, it's everywhere right mm-hmm. um so that was a a big decision um and one that took me I'm, I'm not kidding when I say it was two or three years that I was thinking about it and mm-hmm. had this intuition of like I I kind of think that maybe I don't like alcohol anymore but I never heard anyone else ever say anything remotely close to that so I was like it must just be me and some nights I would be like, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I the only one who feels this way? But then I started in 2019 getting a little closer to, to like, all right, I'm going to do it. Um, and so I started taking these longer breaks where I'm like, okay, I'm not going to have any. And there was it was just such a difference because I was really, really negative with myself. Like the self-talk was, was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then those weeks that I didn't have it, I noticed like, hey, I'm not telling myself I'm a terrible person in the morning. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, like, I wonder that's different. Um, And so I finally, 2020 was like, all right, I'm going to do dry January. And I made it 11 days and then (laughs) had a drink. And it wasn't that I was like, oh, I need a drink. It was like, just kind of bored. Like, why not? And then I woke up the next day like, that was really stupid. (laughs) Like, that added no value to my night. Uh, I'm tired now. My workout sucked. Like, mm-hmm. and then it kind of clicked. Like, I did that to myself, and I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Um, and I haven't had a drink since. So, oh my gosh! So that was it. Wasn't like, you know, I feel like a lot of people think you have to have some big thing happen, or you know, no. big wake up to be like, yeah. okay, now I'm gonna quit. Yeah, and then you just do. It's just you're just like, no, this doesn't really serve me anymore. I'm yeah. I'm out. I thought about it for a while. Um, but yeah, it wasn't like a big, embarrassing right, yeah. <laughs> rock bottom <laughs> moment. Yeah. Um, it was just a, I had gained, you know, up to 40 pounds at one point and I had lost like 10, but, and I was working out and I would go to like solid core and there'd be these girls, tiny, tiny yeah. <laughs> young girls. And they're just like, gosh, you're so strong. Um, and then I would, but like looking in the mirror, I didn't see the reflection of like the work I was putting in. Mm. Um, and so I was like, I, I tried cutting out sweets. Like I didn't have any sweets for a year. Like I tried all these a things. Year? Yeah. Um, I remember doing the donut 5K with a friend in 2019 and they have the donut holes at the end. And mm. I ate one. She was like, oh my gosh, you ate a donut, like a donut hole. Like she was so freaked out that I did that <laughs> because that's just, I just didn't do it. Wow. Um, so then I, did dry January and yeah, lost like six pounds. And it, what I didn't change anything else um, other than quitting drinking. Like I didn't cut any foods out or anything like yeah. that. It was just, it just changed how I spent my time. I was, instead of staying up late, like binging Netflix and mm-hmm, having mm-hmm. a drink and eating snacks, I yep. was going to bed on time. You described my night last night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would go to bed at a decent time and then I would be up in the morning with the kids and it just freed up so much time and so yeah like it just kind of it all naturally happened I was doing the same workouts that I was doing it was just my body actually like being healthy it and my food cravings changed or my snacks that I ate changed it was really it's just been a really like transformative time like since I since I quit drinking it's it's really cool I wish more people would actually like try it and mm-hmm. just see what they discover about themselves because it it really is eye-opening and for me it just changed a lot of things yeah well you know and we've messaged about this like I am I I would classify myself you could say as sober curious it's like yeah. I started drinking when I was 15 my first drink was my friend gave me a solo cup full of vodka oh my gosh plain no ice Vodka in a cup. I remember taking a sip and being like, boo. Yeah. What? what? (laughs) This is what people drink. 
And she's like, oh, do you want me to put some orange juice in it? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. we're doing here. So anyway, I mean, you can just imagine I'm like 15 drinking straight vodka. You know, yeah. you talk about high school and then college. You know, it's just to your point. It's like you start that early. I'm 37 now. You know, I've been drinking a long time. Yeah. And, you know, done. I've done dumb stuff. Yeah. But I think now it's more about the energy level, mm-hmm. the... I don't know, just how I feel. I have noticed positives when I, like I have tried this week has been a little bit of a mess, um, as you know, but I have been not drinking during the week. Yeah. And that's been nice. Yeah. And on the weekends, I just, I don't know. My, I would definitely, and I tell my therapist this, I I say that the way that I think about alcohol is a lot different now. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to have a drink, it's going to be something I really enjoy. Right. It's not going to be a Coors Light. Like, I'm right. I, gone are the days where I'm going to drink a Coors Light. Yeah. Like, sorry. I just don't. Yeah. I'm not interested in drinking that yeah. anymore, which is kind of crazy. Because yeah. if I think back to, like, you know, not that long ago, it's like, yeah, I'll drink whatever you got. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like, no, I'm going to, you know, whatever. If I'm going if to if I'm gonna do it, it's going to be a nice cocktail or it's yeah. going to be a beer I like or, yeah. you know, a nice glass of wine. But I, I can't drink as much as I used to. And I don't. I find myself being like, why? Right. Yeah. I mean, why do I do this? Once I, like I said, took the break and you, you know, people talk about clarity and things like that, but it really, like you do, your eyes are open to how often it's talked about and how often you see it and it really is everywhere or you just, like yesterday I'm leaving work and I was just like, oh yeah, I've been in meetings all day and they're like, go have a martini and I'm like... Okay. <laughs> One, I don't drink, but like, yeah. why do I need a martini? Just because I had a bunch of meetings. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's just, oh, yeah. it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not all the way there in terms of being like drawing a line in the sand, be like, yeah. all right, I'm done. Yeah. However, I have dabbled with a lot of non alcoholic mm-hmm. beverages. We yeah. have a business here locally now, Lauren's yeah. AF, where they have nothing but non alcoholic. Yeah. It's like a non alcoholic liquor store. Yeah. Which is so great because there are so many alternatives now. Yeah, there really, really are. Even my husband, you know, when we go on our lake vacation, um, we bring athletic brewing. And Mm -hmm. so when we're out on the boat, like he'll have those. And my sister-in-law does too. And so he he no longer drinks during the week either. Um, And I don't, I think some people, when someone says they're alcohol-free, I think people kind of tense up or like, oh, like I'm not right. judging like, anyone. Oh my gosh, like yeah. are you, you, do you have a huge problem? You just, yeah. 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 Or there, yeah. and then people will be like, oh, well, I, I only have like one or two this <laughs> time. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, I don't care. What it's you, just about me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I'm not anti-alcohol mm-hmm. at all. Um, but I think I would encourage anyone to take a break though and just really, mm-hmm. you know, discover things about themselves or how they spend their time or how they react to stress or mm-hmm. any of those things. And then I guess the only thing I don't like is if people use it as an like their kids as an excuse, like the mommy wine culture and all of that. Like I can't. Yeah. Because I I would hate for my daughter to grow up one day and be like, oh, my mom said she drank wine because of me. Like I must be a problem. You know, like it just you're going to have a drink, have a drink, but don't blame it on your kid. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So totally. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's totally fair. Because. I mean, there's just so much marketing around it. And I feel like I love mom water and I know, but yeah, I have a friend too that was like, I hate that this is the name of it yeah. and that it's like about this. And I'm like, yeah. all right, fair enough. I, but I, you know, I, I get, yeah. I get but it. But it's, I mean, yeah. you didn't create it though. No. Like it's yeah. the people who are making money off it. That's the yeah. problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, I also really like what you said about not talking about your body around specifically your daughter. I I think about that a ton. Yeah. Like I especially now I have a kindergartner and so she is a lot more aware. Mm-hmm. Now there's, you know, they're starting to get some teasing going on yeah. already and she has to wear an eye patch 2 hours a day. Yeah, my daughter and did for a little bit did too. She? Yeah. And so she's now aware. She's like, "Well, I don't want to wear my patch now cuz I don't want so and so to see me in my patch." I'm like, "Yeah, it breaks my heart cuz I'm like, yeah. who cares?" You know, but people always ask questions and Yeah. You know, whatever. But I'm like, I can just, you could start to just see it coming to where it's like, okay. Yeah. I just want her to always have the confidence she has now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want to see it go away. Yeah. 
And so, I, you know, she like looks at pictures. I never want, I never will in front of her be like, this is a bad picture of me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just think that's really important. I do the, yeah, the same things. Yeah. And, and we talk, and we even talk about like alcohol, like, cause she knows I'm alcohol free. So my kids are like, oh, yeah, we're yeah. getting cupcakes because mom's, <laughs> you know, yeah. hasn't had a drink in how many years, you know? Yeah. And so, Right now, she's like, I'm never going to drink it. And I'm like, eh, we'll see. Right. Uh, yeah. Can you put that in writing? Yeah. Um, yeah. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, you you probably will, mm-hmm. you know. My son doesn't. He's actually, he's on the spectrum. Um, okay. He has Asperger's, so he, I Yeah, mean, that's not, he's just not even. It's not on his radar at all. Yeah. Like, he, I kind of joked with him when he was going to a friend's about, like, what's, you know, is there going to be alcohol there? Is going to be this? And he's, he's so sweet. He's just like no one would have that there and i'm like oh like yeah <laughs> he just thinks so much differently right. than like he's other like no, that's not allowed. yeah exactly yeah no <laughs> that's not in the rules uh yeah. we're not old enough um <laughs> whereas <laughs> i know my daughter is going to be it'll be different she'll have a yeah. different experience so yeah i know that terrifies me <laughs> give me yeah anxiety just thinking about that yeah when she's older but yep <laughs> oh man so so you said almost four, almost four yeah, years. Yeah, four years in January. January. Which That's so cool. At the time, it's, you know, it's like, gosh, can I make it the whole month? Or, you know, sometimes it was even like, could I make it through the first weekend because weekends mm-hmm. were hard I mean that's when you're right like, you're like oh I have this wedding so yeah. like how could I possibly not drink at the wedding yeah. and at first weekends felt like a year I mean they felt yeah. so long and I'm like this is boring mm-hmm. um but then like once you start doing other things it's like oh like wow I have a lot of free time <laughs> yeah like what could I do with it you know so yeah or I just feel good all the time yeah you yeah. it's it's really cool um so now yeah four years it's it's just super awesome. So I'm happy. I've made a lot of new friends, just like I've made a lot of running friends mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. through Instagram. You know, during 2020, I feel like I was kind of lucky to do it that year because I was kind of in a bubble. And yeah, yeah. My husband and I actually, now you say that, I was, we were trying to do a um, alcohol free Lent, like giving up alcohol for Lent, mm-hmm. which is 40 days. And then the pandemic hit and we were like, this isn't our year oh. to do that. So we failed miserably. Oh. So that's even better that you're, yeah, you're like in this bubble. Yeah. So and instead of being like, parties right, you don't have to go anywhere or do anything. Yeah. No work yeah. dinners where people might be like, why aren't you drinking? Or, yeah. You know, that kind yeah. of stuff. But yeah, that is the hard part too <laughs> when people aren't supportive mm-hmm. or like they tease you about it or maybe, you know. They just ask, it's like, why? It's like, why? Well, how could you possibly yeah. just have one? That's no fun. It's like, well, yeah. I don't need alcohol to be fun. Like, yeah. I think it's taken me a long time to realize that, that I don't, I mean, I'm, I've kind of grown into myself since the pandemic, really, where yeah. I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. So now how freeing is that? You can just be yourself yeah. and, you know, you don't need to mask it behind like, oh, well, I'm not going to dance unless I'm drunk. Right. It's like, right. well, I'm just going to have a good time yeah. without, you know, needing People do worry about friendships or, mm-hmm. you know, and relationships and it's, but when you really think about it, like if, if your friend like judges you or doesn't want like, right. that's probably not a then great why, friend anyway, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, it's yeah. hard. That's yeah. hard, but it's yeah. unfortunate reality of that situation. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, well, kudos to you. What are you going to do to Thank celebrate you. in January? I don't More know. More than cupcakes. I know it, it'll probably be cupcakes. I'm so boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, whatever, or whatever dinner. you like, dinner yeah. and cupcakes. Who knows? Well, yeah. and we talked about before this that you don't drink coffee or tea. Really, no. you do pre-workout. Mm-hmm. But what else do you like to drink then? Like, what do you replace? I mean, when See, you're at a party or something, what do yeah, you? Yeah, I <laughs> ice water. Like, I'm so boring. Um, that's I mean, I'm not great. boring, but it's so. I mean, I that's do so love. Good I you. love ice water. Uh, I did even when I was drinking, like. I always have my my cup with me. So. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I just I don't do the mocktails or anything okay. like that for me. Like I wanted the buzz, right? Like that was what it that was, was it. for me. Yeah. It wasn't anything else. And so otherwise, I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't need that. I'd rather have ice water. Nice. Yeah. Gosh, you have to save so much money. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I no, spend it on books now, though. Right there, you go. Oh my gosh, we're gonna get into that because <laughs> Jennifer is my book. My book. What what do I call you? Like you're like I don't know. My Sherpa. Inspiration. <laughs> Insp- my book. Inspiration. Like anything Jennifer reads, I'm like, yes, I'll just read that now because I know I'll like it. Oh. So we talked a little bit about your first marathon. Yes. The Mill Marathon. Mm-hmm. 
Let's go back to that. Yeah. I want to know a little bit more about your first marathon experience. Yeah. So Hal Higdon was what you were still using at that point. Mm-hmm. And just under five, you said? No, it was... Just over five. Yeah, my first okay. three were all over five. Okay. Yep. First three. How many marathons have you run? So I've... I technically have six medals. Okay. <laughs> um, but one of them... <laughs> so I have six medals because I did the 50K in 2020 and signed up virtually for the mill race. So okay. I did get a medal for that. Okay. Um, but I only, I've only run five marathons, like, in okay. person. Um, so I did mill race... Carmel, Mill Race, and then Mill Race, Monumental. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So first Mill Race, what what time of year is that, by the way? September. September. Okay. It I've never hot. done that one, actually. Yeah. Um, and where where is that? Uh, Columbus, Indiana. Columbus. Okay. Mm-hmm. So hilly? It's, it's not. I know okay. a lot of people think that, but it's... I just immediately this... think Brown County, and I'm like, oh, that must be... Yeah, no, hilly. it's not that far south... It's it's really not, and it's through neighborhoods, and everybody's, like, super nice, like, the crowd, like, the people who are outside. I will say, I think because the other marathons, I was just, like, taking my time and mm-hmm. whatever. Like, so last year when I did it, one, they did change the course. Um, it used to run through this airport, and it was just cement, no trees, very warm, but it was very flat. And then this past, you know, last year when I did it, they went through this park, and that was a little more hilly. But the thing with that one that I noticed is it's so much smaller. And after everybody finished the 13, you go back out for your second loop, and there's only, I think, 172 Marathoners? full marathons. Okay. And so at times wow. I was running on my second loop, and I was like, did I miss a turn? Like, I didn't even see a cone. I was like, I think I'm lost. Uh, so I just kept going and it's like, oh, good. There's, there's oh, God. People. I was going to say, please tell me you did not get no, lost. No, but that you mean you, that's how alone you felt. Like, even on the Monon on Saturday, you see a million people. Right. Like, there's yeah, so yeah, many yeah. people. And so there was no one. Um, and so I, yeah, I really struggled uh, towards the end of that race um, and was really disappointed. Even though I had a 38 minute PR, I was. I was sad after that race, yeah. which is weird to say, but I was. That is weird. Yeah, but. Yeah. It, Sally, I, I guess I don't know how to pronounce her last name, McCray or McCree. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yellow Runner. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. She, I listened to her book, Choose Strong, uh, recently, and she says something in there about how, like, you, I don't paraphrase big time, but she was like, you envision this moment. You know, and then once it happens, it doesn't happen exactly like you picture it. And mm. and it's you see it as a negative, uh, which is true. Like 30, 38 minute PR is insane. Yeah. Like I should have been so happy. And I was. But I think I was just more disappointed in that I broke down mentally. It wasn't even my body. It was just mentally. I I felt like I gave up. I walked like four minutes of it. Um, and I didn't walk in training and there's nothing wrong, wrong with walking. You no, know, I struggle with, I don't like walking. <laughs> but it, it's just, that I didn't do it in training unless Rachel right. like specifically said walk. walk recovery. Yeah. I didn't do it and I didn't need to do it. And so I was just like, what happened? Um, yeah. and so it took me a few days to process. And then I saw pictures and I'm like, I look really strong. Like I'm 45 and I just did that. Like that's cool. Or 46. Gosh, I don't even know how old I am. Um, (laughs) but, but yeah. And at what point did you start working with Rachel? How long have you been working with her? Yeah. So that was October of 21. I had surgery. So I'd had hip surgery earlier that year in 2021. Um, and then I was able to start doing intervals and like progression back up. And I had some friends who were like, you should hire a coach. Um, and so I found her through Christy Heisey, who's in Karma Runners Club. Okay. I had worked with her in the past. And so, yeah, sent her an email and started working with her. And then four weeks later, <laughs> you know, had like a PR and the monumental 5K again. And then then it just kept going from there. <laughs> yeah. What did you say? Oh, let me. Okay. Oh, yeah. Since hire, since hiring a coach, I have PR'd in every distance yeah. all over the age of 45. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. pretty cool. <laughs> it is very cool. I because I didn't think so I told myself I have the surgery which I told you like I wanted and was that surgery from lingering stuff from the accident or it could be they they really don't know I I was on a run in 
December 2020 and um, felt like a weird twinge. I was doing like the runner's world, um, like one mile streak or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, And I was half mile in. I was like, that's a weird, that was a weird feeling. It wasn't even a pain. And then I went home and I sat down for about 20 minutes and I limped like when I got up and I was like, oh, no. And I was in pain, like constant pain after that. Mm -hmm. Um, Physical therapy, couldn't run. And so finally they did the MRI and they're like, yeah, you have a torn labrum and you have a cam hip impingement. Um, but I actually have it on both sides, hmm. <laughs> but they only fix the one. I only, they're like, we don't know why pain starts, but once it does, it usually doesn't go away. And so. So you're just like waiting for the day perhaps or not. Yeah. Like- Which I had been having some issues. Like I had quit running after like 2016, I think was my last other than like I would do like a 5K year because I would just kept having issues on that side. Oh, okay. And they could never figure out like what it was. And now I know I probably had all those same issues back then. Mm. So once I started running um, and then I had that happen, that's when I decided like to have the surgery because I – one, I didn't want to be in pain anymore obviously. Right, but, yeah. But two, like I kept thinking like I want to run with Emmy. Like, you yeah. know, she's so young. I want to be able to run with her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's how I – Started running again. I told myself I'd do it. Like I'm gonna do it right. I'm gonna. I'm not drinking anymore. I'm not like like. I'm all in. Yeah, I can do uh, this right now. Yeah, and so then I did the Carmel half in 2022 and got a PR, and then did the Miller race and got a PR, and then did six weeks later did the Monumental. <laughs> I emailed Rachel the day after Miller race, and I was like, so. <laughs> How about if I do? I was like, I wasn't really happy with that. And it was in, it ended up being like my training pieces, you right. know? Yeah. So I was like, what do you think? And so thankfully she was like, okay. I was like, I don't even care about a PR. I just want to run consistently mm-hmm. and like make up for that mental mistake yeah. that I made. Yeah. And that was my only goal going into it. I didn't tell anyone other than like, I mean, seriously, maybe two people. Um, I didn't talk about it on the internet. I didn't do anything. And then just. Went out and did it, and even in that weather, got another <laughs> took another ten minutes off. Um, <laughs> so, which is crazy. That's amazing. Thank you. And now this year, you've been dealing with injury again. When did that happen? Yeah. So I started having like some aches, like on that side when I would be doing my long runs um, on that same side where I had surgery, and. I was like, well, that's kind of annoying. But sometimes it would just get tight, and I, it's just part of yeah. my life now With, with after having mm-hmm. hip surgery. So then I, I took a week off, went to the doctor. They you know, did an injection. They're like, oh, it's just bursitis. Uh, I was like, okay, cool. Uh, so then I went out and did the polar bear. Is that what it's called? Polar The polar bear 10 I haven't done that, so I don't, oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, it's in February. So I did that huge PR. I was so excited. Actually, Amanda Looper like yeah, yeah. finished right in front of me. That was the first uh, time I'd ever seen her. I mean, so I didn't fun. know her at the time, yeah. but I remember her finishing right in front of me. And so I was like, wow, like that was really cool. I got an age group award, which that was new. <sighs> yeah. And then I think like a week, it was maybe two weeks later, I was out on a run. I was had a nine miles in, had a horrible pain. I was like, oh, let me try and stretch that out and yeah. keep running. And I couldn't, had to have Jeremy pick me up. And so finally got diagnosed with a glute med strain. Okay. And so. What is, what is that? It was, I, I mean, when you look at it on the image, because I had to end up having an MRI. I mean, I guess it's just like a, I don't want to say a tear, but like, yeah. Just wow. something's pulled or, yeah. Um, I mean, you could very see, clearly see it on the image, but. Yeah, so I had to – I ended up buying a lever or a lever. I don't know how I pronounce it. For the treadmill and okay. ran on that, which is like body weight assisted, like bungee. Okay, I can picture it now. Yeah. Okay. Like these rubbery, gross shorts. And you. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I, I was like, oh, I'm going to get done with this, and I'm going to be running back outside. Um, yeah. And it was all approved. Like everybody was on board with it and then started running, building back up in July, and then – had a stressful kind of week and thought to myself, like, I probably shouldn't go do this run, but, you know, we're stubborn, right? So <laughs> I went out and did it and like four and a half miles in, I had the pain again and had to stop. So, <sighs> yeah. 
and I got to the point where I told told Rachel like I I think I might be done like I'm just kind of over this you know and she was like let's go back to one mile uh, I was like all right <laughs> uh, and then I did it so now I'm back like this once I get past Saturday uh, which is seven and a half miles but it'll be my most miles in a week since my injury okay um, it'll be like 21 or 21 and a half so, so with that diagnosis is there anything they have you do for it or it's just like you need to rest and let it heal itself or yeah it's definitely low impact and then physical therapy so a lot of strength um so i was going to physical therapy there at that doctor's office started seeing jacob um at tempo and he's he's amazing um and i love that he has the running knowledge and experience and so um, so I've gone to him and it's literally been more of just a therapy session. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm injured. This sucks. I yeah. hate it. Um, yeah. And he's he's helped me through. I even saw him this morning. So I'm like, things felt tight a couple of weeks ago. Is everything OK? Uh, and it was yeah. fine. But I might. God, I hate to even say it out loud, but I might need to go see him as I'm talking to you now. Like my back. I have two like those uh, salon pause things like oh, on yeah. stuck on my back. They're like icy hot patches. Yeah. And, my, it's just killing me. I, I don't know if I slept weird or oh, like no. what, but on my run today, it hurt. I was able to get through my workout. Yeah. And then my right hamstring is so tight and it's like, I feel like on the verge of like cramping. Yeah. It's not good. I would definitely. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, I know this is bad. <laughs> this is bad, but I'm so stuck. I'm like, oh, it's have, fine. I'll just run until yeah, like I in have to limp. I guess. January, February. Like I just, even though I was having the soreness and the tightness, like I just. I don't want to say I ignored it, but I was mm-hmm. just like, ah, eh, it'll be fine. Yeah. And then it wasn't. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I this year's been interesting. It's been kind of hard because I was going to get my sub two marathon this year. Like, it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that didn't. And then there's just so many races and ha- following so many runners. Like, I'm so happy for everyone. Like I told you, I cheered yeah. for everyone. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like. You can't help but feel It's so sad. hard. It would be so hard. Yeah. I, yeah. I applaud you for yeah. continuing to keep up and, and do the right things in order to yeah. hopefully then be back. Yeah. It takes um, a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, there were times where I'm like, what am I doing? Uh, I'm not an elite athlete. Like, I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> yeah. what am I doing? But I love it. And honestly, like... Run, like training for a marathon and running a marathon to me is just so special. And if if there's a chance that like what I'm doing right now is going to lead to another finish line, like I'm just going to keep gonna doing do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Oh, uh, we talk about books now. Yeah, definitely. Um, So you mentioned Sally McRae's book. Mm-hmm. I haven't read that one yet. So I'm going to add it to my list. What was it called again? Choose Strong. Choose Strong. What are some other of your like highlights? Top favorite books and it doesn't have to be about running because mm. a lot of the books that you read are not about running and those yeah. are the ones I end up really liking <laughs> by the way yeah um but what are you what are you reading right now oh gosh I'm trying to think what am I reading right now oh, I'm not gonna recommend the one I'm reading right now it, <laughs> good yeah that's just as important yeah. do not waste hey, your time don't on waste this your book. time on this one it's a book of the month club that I got and I'm, I'm not a fan already I'm trying to think and then I'm getting ready to read bright young women it's for a book club okay um but I just finished another book by the author, and it left me a little confused. I'm like, oh, no, it's the same author that we're getting ready to read. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, didn't realize that. But um, in terms of running books, though, I will say Good for a Girl. Yep, loved that. Lauren Fleshman's yeah, book. That was really, really, good. really good. Especially, like, if you have girl, like, daughters right. or athletes. <gasps> mm-hmm, yeah, huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kara's was yep. good. Does is I listened to that one. She's not the best narrator. <laughs> I love her. I you know, I love Des, but I love Des because <clears throat> that's kind of her personality. Is yeah. she's kind of like a little bit more stoic and dry, yeah. and so yeah. You're to your point. It's not you know you just it's harder to listen to. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it. <laughs> but I love but, it at the same time. Like, but then know, like yeah. it made me like google like the clip of her finishing i'm like wow that's just so cool right? oh my gosh like, what a badass yeah, yeah i love that love um that. and then so those and then um i mean i think my favorite book probably is the seven husbands of evelyn hugo like by taylor oh, jenkins reed i think i'm on i think i'm on a list for that in the libby app 
Yeah. Which for anybody who doesn't know, I recently found that app. So yeah. You can like, oh, Libby has it. Yeah. Time. You can yeah. free audiobooks. Yep. Which now Spotify just announced they have audiobooks now. Really? Oh, I didn't yep. know that. Um, but I use Audible. I'm an Audible member. Yeah, I have Audible too. And so I've got, I got a lot of credits now. I had to buy more. I went through so many audiobooks I, in my last year. Yep. So um, yeah, I just started a book called The Measure. Oh, I read that one. Yeah, it's yeah. super interesting. That one makes you think. We That was a book club book okay. that we yeah. did. And so having a conversation of, would yeah. you would, would you, you want to know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the premise of the book <laughs> is like everybody in the world wakes up and they have this box and in the box is a string and it's basically the measurement of the string, whether it's short or long, is how much longer you're going to live, <laughs> like how long your life is. And so would you open your box and look at the string or would you not? And so, yeah, that's the premise of the book. And I just, I, so we were at dinner um, this week and a girlfriend recommended it. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like something I would like. It's yeah. just kind of a make you think like, oh, yeah, it's- bizarre kind of book. But I'm really fresh into that. I'm probably like, okay. I'm just like yeah. a handful of chapters in. Yeah. Like a run it or makes two you in. think. But like Lisa Jewell books, um, her most recent one, is it None of This is True, oh, I think I is what it's called. Um, okay. It's, it's really good. Um, her books are always a little dark and twisty. Um, she's a British author. I really like hers. I'm looking at my Audible library too. Yeah. And then Stranded. Did was that one that you recommended? I can't. It's where they're like on an island and there's like the one lady they don't like and yeah. she yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. I, I liked yeah. that. I felt kind of bad for her. Yeah. Oh, another running related book, Everything All at Once. Have you listened I don't think to that? I've read that one, yeah. Um it's by Stephanie uh Catchidal. She oh. is uh, married to Tommy Rives. Oh, okay. Who like nearly yeah. died and yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. that's a her. It's from her perspective, and she's she was a writer before oh, okay. what she went through with his illness, and so it was just really amazing. Yeah, and then a I think a non-running but interesting book, uh, nonfiction would be The Cold Vanish. Okay, it is about people who go missing in national parks. Um, it's really eye-opening. <laughs> Uh, so whenever somebody's like, yeah, I'm going to this national park, I'm like, stay on the trails, like, be careful. Um, but it follows the story of them, like the authors helping in a search for someone who had gone missing. And so then it just tells a lot of different stories. But it was just, it made me want to go out and help search for people, even though I'd probably end up lost. So I'm glad I don't live near <laughs> yeah. the mountains. But, yeah. <laughs> interesting. Really, okay. Yeah. But it was really yeah. interesting. Yeah. I'll add that to my list too. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. Well, just know that anytime you like post, well, now I noticed on your Instagram, which mm-hmm. for anybody listening, it's Jennifer Nye, N E I. Um, I see that you have highlights now that have your reads, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, oh, I didn't, re- I didn't notice those until recently. <laughs> oh yeah. And I'm like, oh good. Now I always know that when I need a book, I'll just go. <laughs> just go there. That's what my <laughs> sister-in-law does. Yeah. 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 We just have the same taste, you and I, because I, I don't know. I listened to a couple of the ones you recommended. I'm like, okay, now I know that if she likes or doesn't like, it's a pretty good <laughs> indicator whether or not I'll like it. That but is do you listen? Know. Do you listen while you run? Do you listen to audiobooks? Okay. Yeah. Um, I do listen while I run. Except in races, Same, I, yeah. I'll I listen music. to music. But and then now in the mornings, well, now that's lighter again in the morning, which is great. But there for a while when it's dark, I I can't listen to anything, which is right. kind of a bummer. But I guess it's probably good mental practice too. To yeah, well, and as you know, if you've listened to some of the episodes um, on this podcast, people, people don't. don't listen to music. I'm like, what? How? Yeah. Although I used to turn my music down when I was running. Like for some mm-hmm. reason, I would like found it distracting and I would turn mm-hmm. it down but in the monumental this past year I I listened to a book that Jennifer Connor recommended called Relentless um, and it's almost like a just a big pep talk that's how I felt okay. like it was like a, a coach um, like it was like a, from a trainer who did like Kobe and Michael Jordan okay okay um, and so like it, it got me so in the zone and I just turned my music up and anytime I started to think like anything like am I tired or how's this feel yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. nope and I would turn my music up and I yeah. couldn't hear a thing yeah <laughs> probably not the most safe but I was aware of my surroundings yeah but, but yeah I turned it all the way up yeah oh my gosh that's funny well that's a good that sounds like a book I would like too then yeah I, I mean definitely listen to it right like race week um I actually had Kimberly Griffin uh who just got her sub to half this past weekend I was like, listen to this book, and and she did. And she's like, yeah, I think it actually helped. I was like, see, I told like, you. yeah, I will take full credit. Thank <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> credit to Jennifer for yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh. So all right. Well, since I know you're a working woman, yeah, I'll wrap this up with the end of the podcast okay. questions. This has been so nice to finally get to yeah. know you. By the way, thank you. 
Um, okay, so first is what is your favorite mantra or song? So when you do listen to music, but yeah, yeah what about a mantra? Do you have a mantra? Uh, my mantra changes. And in 2022, it was don't settle mm. um, because I switching that mindset from you know, it'd be cool if you could run a marathon. And and even if I ran it faster, I think I was going to be like, well, it's still faster than last time. It's still a PR and just let off the gas. Mm-hmm. Right. And I didn't want to settle. Like I wanted to see, I put in a lot of work, like, let's see what I can do. Mm. Um, so don't settle was, was that one <laughs> this year, I think most recently, a couple weeks ago, um, had another stressful week and I was like, my runs were feeling wonky and I was like, oh no. Uh, and I was really in my head, like, am I, is my hip hurting? Is this hurting? Yeah. And so I, I was just like, your body is healthy. Your body is healthy. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was my, my mantra right now. Um, because it is, I have to remind myself, like, I'm not injured anymore. Mm-hmm. Like now I'm just building back up. Right? right. And so I need to switch that mindset of like, you're not injured anymore. You're, yeah. you're running, you're, you're doing this right. You've put in yeah. the, pa- you've had the patience and put in the yeah. right work Your to body be is here. Healthy. So um, healthy. yeah, so that's my, my one right now in terms <laughs> of songs. I don't know if anybody said it on yours yet, but like Beyonce's, um, who runs the world. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's, yeah. I've accidentally like not planned it, but like finished a couple races to that song. With that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just perfect. And then trying to think if there's any others because i know you're building a playlist but like carry on by oh i can't even think of the band now i want to say fun is that the band i don't know how's it go well i'm not i'm not mm. i don't i cannot sing <laughs> <laughs> okay i was like carry, carry on. but he, he but he says in the um he says in the song i think it's by a band called fun but there's like parts in the song where he talks about my head's on fire but my legs are fine and you know May your past be the sound or your feet on the ground. Like, I don't know. It's just, there's just okay. parts of it that resonate. Um, I'll have to look that up. I know their they're song Some Nights by Fun. So surely I've listened to yeah, their Yeah, I'm sure you I probably have. Maybe, yeah. maybe I know it. Um, okay. But the other fun song, which don't listen to it around your kids, is um, I think it's by Big Sean called Dance. But like the, re- mm. <laughs> the remix version with Nicki Minaj, like don't judge me. But I'm telling you, like the beat to it when you're running. There's no judging just... here. I listen to like hardcore <laughs> okay, rap music, good. okay? Because it's... <laughs> When I'm listening to that one, like, it's just fun. It's just, it makes me laugh. And, but the beat to it, seriously, yeah. I speed up every time. Yeah. It's funny. I, you know, back in the day, I would listen to rap in high school too. And I remember my dad, like, finding my CDs and, oh, like, yeah. threatening to, like, you know, throw them <laughs> out the window or whatever. And I'm like, well, I like the beat of the song, dad. Yeah. He's like, what? No, I, I don't, he, like, would not, you know. Yeah. But there is something to that, especially now with running. Back then, it was not about running and the beat of the song oh, was yeah. totally a cop out. But now yeah. it's like, yeah, if I find a song, I don't necessarily care what it says because yeah. a lot of times I am just relying on the beat. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. To get you going. <laughs> totally get it. <laughs> totally get it. And then, okay. And then next finish line or milestone. We talked about your milestone in January, four years. Yes. Yes. That is a big one. Alcohol win. free. And then what, what are you thinking about next year when Rachel asks you, hey, what are you thinking yeah. next year? What are you thinking about? Yep. So when we met and talked last, my, so I guess my next milestone for running would be to get to a 10 mile long run by the end of the year. Okay. Um, this week, seven and a half. Um, and so I, I feel like I can get there. Uh, we're taking it very slow. You know, there's been weeks where I'm like, you know, let's just repeat this week. Yeah. I felt good. Let's, yeah, let's just keep good. it here. And so we're, I think, I think we'll get there. Um, and then doing the Donut 5K, but I wouldn't really call that my next. <laughs> it's a little different. Um, Carmel, I mean, I'm already signed up for Carmel because I okay. was deferred. But if I could do one race next year, it's going to be the full mo. Like, okay. And when you mentioned the 50K before, have you done the full mo before? No. I was, what 50K were you talking about? I just went across the street and ran it on my own in 2020 because I wanted to. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I, That's wild. I'd always had a goal to do it, and it just wasn't happening. And I didn't think, I'll, I'll never be able to train properly for this. I just finished 75 hard, so I felt like I was in the best shape mm. of my life. And so I was like, I text my ultra-running sister-in-law, and I was like, do you think I could do this? And she's like, absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, you text your ultra-runner. You know, know she's going to be like, uh-huh. She's like, yeah, you could do no it. No problem. And so I... 
set up a cooler and a chair and I treated it more like a like an eight hour you know kind of endurance type thing and I just went across the street Jeremy and Emmy came over and they're like bye like have fun and I would come back and Wow. So East. is there like a loop, like a park with a loop across the street or what? I live across from the Monon. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, what you mean. Okay. like the Monon Park. Like I think it's Central Park or oh, yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. funny okay. saying that, but I think it is Central I know. Park. I, yeah. I drive by and every time I see that it's called Central Park, I always think it's weird. Yeah. So yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I went there and just kind of down and around and through the tree, like all the little paths that go off. So you can say... I've, done. I've I've run a an ultra marathon by myself in Central Park. I, that is true. And nobody has I, to nobody know, will know the asterisk in Carmel, Indiana. In Carmel, Indiana. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I just did it. Jeremy and Emmy came out a couple times on their bikes and just like, "Are you still alive?" Um, and said hi. And I ended up having to walk the last five miles. It, I was in a lot of pain because I wasn't trained. Um, I had only ran like a hundred and. 20 miles the whole year and this was October yeah <laughs> um so and I had finished 75 hard took a week off and I did nothing except sit there in my chair so after mm. doing two workouts a day for 75 days I didn't move for a week and so then when I went out to run I was like oh like my hip flexors are really tight <laughs> yeah and so by the end I had to walk the last five because I was physically in too much pain but I did it I yeah, wasn't gonna stop that's amazing the full mo is interesting to me too. Yeah, you should do it. I, mm. I mean, because I, that's where I train, right? I mean, yeah, that's like I love the monon. Yeah, um, that's where I run every run, and so I'm like, how cool would that be? And I was so sad when I couldn't do it this past year because my sister-in-law had actually like bought it. She signed up oh. for it, flew in for it, and then I couldn't do it. So, oh. but yeah, that's that's my goal race for next year. Okay, I'm kind of letting the sub two half thing. Like if it happens, it happens. I, yeah, I get more joy out of the distance than the time. I guess. Yeah. So. Well, now you can already say. I mean, you yeah, PR'd every distance <laughs> yeah. after 45, and that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Thank so, you. Thank yeah. you. And when I do that one, I know I'll I'll PR right. Right. Uh, so I'll <laughs> I'll be somewhat trained when I do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, man. Well, thank you again for doing this with me. And thank you to everybody who's listened. And have a good weekend. And happy running. Thank you. We did it. Yeah.